I'm Clyde Lewis. You're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The number is to call tonight, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. And we're coming to you live across the country. More than 175 stations air this program across the United States, some parts of Canada. And we're also heard on affiliate internet stations like Aftermath.media or Aftermath.fm. Aftermath.fm is not Aftermath.media, but it's affiliated. They provide you with a full show from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Friday. It's live and uh, it's free. So you can go to Aftermath.fm, listen to the show between 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Friday. That's specific time. And, of course, there's TalkStreamLive.com. Now, TalkStreamLive.com is amazing. Why? Because it has all lists of the stations, many lists of the stations, the 28 million streams that... Uh, provide Ground Zero on the internet. And you go there and you can find a radio station you like, maybe find radio stations you never do run the show that are on, and you can listen to their feeds by going to TalkStreamLive.com. Now, if you miss a show, and some people do, or they want other people to listen to the program and they, they don't know where to find it, you just go to Aftermath.media. You sign up for it. It's a subscription, and that way you can get old shows, past shows. You can do research, some of the documents, some of the old montages and some of the things we have in there. You have your own network and people there as well with a social media network, a chat room, and a few other nice goodies from videos to uh, study rooms. And it's uh, our own little digital playground. In fact, a lot of people are very excited about it. Some people are even jumping on board to do their own shows on our network at Aftermath.media. So go to Aftermath.media aftermath.media it's amazing and uh, people who go there they're really excited about it and so are we because it's been a year now we've been doing this a year a little over a year and people are still enjoying their time at aftermath.media so join with them and uh, enjoy the show hot one today here in the pacific northwest i said so, you know i'm sitting here in this room uh we're trying to get the temperature to be nice and comfortable we hit like 100 a little over 100 today i'm sure many of you are hotter I mean, further south, maybe the Midwest. And again, the weather is just weird because Naperville, Chicagoland area, got hit by a massive tornado last night. And again, you know, goes back to that whole territory of Mothman thing where we were thinking about Mothman being a harbinger. We had the the chemical plant that exploded there in Rockford. And now a major tornado in Chicagoland area, Naperville. I used to broadcast out of Naperville for a time. Uh, in fact, I went to Chicago. It was the, uh, I believe the, the, the Thanksgiving, the, the November of, uh, I think it was like 20, uh, had to have been like 2004, I believe. And I was there and it was amazing. Uh, they were playing my show. They did a whole weekend back to back ground zero. So my prayers and my love go out to the Chicago area and uh, the people of Illinois, hopefully, uh, they're doing fine now and they can recover. Our prayers go out to Naperville tonight. Um, and I know that, you know, it just seems that, and I was just watching this as I came in today. I mean, we're here again in a newsroom where we have TV monitors everywhere. And I just wonder when the media itself is going to stop being so preoccupied with politics, when there's so many other things to talk about. And, you know, 
I have a lot of concern for this. I mean, I can't stop the world from spinning. I mean, everyday distractions like COVID-19 and civil upheaval, they, they got the attention of everybody, right? And, and it's kind of nice to break away from that. Uh, and, and even though people want to blame politics for the reasons why many people are surrounding their sovereignty, it's because of the fact that we're, we're, we're all becoming initiates into a new system of dots and numbers and technology. The, the scarcity that we're facing is going to re- be replaced and remedied by technology. I mean, the value of the human being is slowly being diminished because we're moving into a more transhuman existence. I was reading somewhere that Walmart now is going to have less human checkouts. Uh, people are at the check stands. They're going to have uh, more of do-it-yourself checkout, you know, self-checkout. And I say, well, I don't work for Walmart, and I, I don't know why they do this. Well, it's because of the fact that people don't want to work, and now machines are replacing a lot of people. Um, becoming a pawn in this new empire, this new reset, is all but guaranteed with the technocracy's plan to use the science, I mean the science, not science, but the science, to change the way we live, and it will even make us question what it truly means to be human beings because so much of what's being discussed has become part of everyday normal life for many people they fail to notice that what it all means you know they wonder what it all means where where it's leading and it's important to step outside the box for a moment take a deep breath look around you and become aware if not to aid unknowingly in the propagation of what's to come but to understand what is currently happening and to protect the next generation in any way we can Transhumanism, that's the future. Transhumanism and the Great Reset. It promises us, according to Klaus Schwab, it promises us a fantastic future in which humans overcome disease, aging, and even death. And it just requires us to take that final step, that final step and merge fully with machines. But its secret past in crypto-eugenics reveals a darker future, one which a gen-rich elite rule over the gen poor masses. And so I always ask people, how far are you willing to give up your humanity? I mean, are we ready to become completely dependent on technology? Are we going to take for granted that machines will do the will of their creators? And and when does the line between transhumanism and eugenics end? What, what if the singularity becomes a means to control humans, making us slaves to mechanized overlords? I know this question has been asked before. I've asked this question many times. And there are plenty of, um, I guess, I mean, there, there are countless sci-fi tropes in movies like The Matrix, The Terminator, you know, all the Terminator movies, always painting a dark picture of a singularity of sorts happening, sort of a, I would say, a battlefield singularity rather than just, I mean, there's, there's organic singularity, there's the mechanized singularity, and I, I'm beginning to worry about something called the battlefield singularity. And, and I was thinking about, the alien thing you know we're waiting for this report coming from the government on the 25th and people have said and i have a lot of people writing me and a lot of people posting on the internet about how this is some fake alien invasion or some fake alien scare or whatever that's an alien simulation and i was thinking to myself as i was reading some material that i studied for the show I was thinking to myself, what, 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 is this, what, what if this alien simulation that everyone's warning us about is not about aliens at all, but about a simulated singularity 
where we are fooled into believing that there has been some sort of rebellion of the machines and the cover story for it is all alien invasion. In other words, synthetic AI mimics an alien invasion, and it goes a lot deeper than anything that Project Bluebeam can come up with, right? I mean, Bluebeam was just a theory. A lot of people believe that Bluebeam really exists. It doesn't. It's a theory, okay? There's a lot of materials that could prove that this theory could come to pass, but it's just a theory. There's no official Project Bluebeam. There's no unofficial Project Bluebeam. There's only a, a theory created by a guy by the name of Sergei Monast who came up with this idea. And there's a lot more to it than just faking an alien invasion. I mean, we're looking at how computers now, technology now, is able to fool people. Simulacrum, uh, pareidolia, uh, just go down the list of things that the mind can look at something or the, the, the unconscious mind looks at something and immediately they say, that's an alien, that's a UFO, that's a plane, that's you know a battleship. We, we know what these things are and we identify them as such and we can tell the difference on the conscious level of whether or not they're real, fake or whatever. But inside of us, in the unconscious mind, we don't have, we, we cannot even think about the differentiation between the two. And so the idea of an artificial intelligence, a, a synthetic intelligence battlefield singularity is a nightmare vision. I think. I mean, it's such a nightmare vision that we had consulted a number of people to come on this program, and a couple of them didn't want to go on because they were afraid of clearance issues. Okay, they were afraid that what I was talking about would somehow jeopardize their clearance. Another guy who was a higher up in the military said, "He said, what are you trying to do? You know, you're supposed to inform the people, not give away the farm." Well, I, I was just coming up with theories and ideas based on what I've been reading, based on what I've been studying. And I figured this is a nightmare scenario. And it's funny because what inspired it, what inspired this whole show was that just a few days ago, I don't know if you know this or not, but just a few days ago, people in the Houston area were saying that their homes had been much warmer than usual, even while they're running their air condition, their air conditioning. They, they, they wondered why their homes were so hot. And they were wondering... How the heck is this happening? Well, finally, it was revealed that many residents who could not get their homes cooled were victims of a remote-controlled adjustment of their thermostat. Their smart meter, their smart web-connected thermostat was changed without their permission after the state's electricity operators had warned of another round of power shortages amid a heat wave that's going on. So the thermostats were raised to 78 degrees without their knowledge. And this was done in the middle of the night while families were sleeping. Raising the temperature on the thermostat would cause the air conditioning to run less, using less power. And so this is a case of Big Brother remotely controlling the Internet of Things because of fears that the grid would fail during the heat wave. Now, can you imagine being in your bed and feeling uncomfortably warm and wondering why when your air conditioning is supposed to be on? Come to find out, Big Brother has found a way to creep into your Internet of Things smart home, take your smart meter, and adjust the thermostat to 76, 78 degrees without you knowing about it. Now, how's that done? Is it done because the computers are programmed to do it? Is it done because the computers did it on purpose to try and take a little bit of pressure off the grid? And this is where I ask myself, 
Who is running the show? The machines or humans? Are the humans telling machines to do this? Are the machines doing this just because they want to make our lives hell? 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. I'm Clyde Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero, and we'll be back. I'm Clyde Lewis, and you've just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. In order to access the complete archive shows and podcasts, you must sign up on our secured server at Aftermath.media. It's only $4.99 a month for the archive shows and podcasts. Or if you want access to the Ground Zero online library, which includes videos, audio clips, ebooks, documents, a social media platform, plus the archive shows and podcasts, it's $9.99 a month. Again, that's Aftermath.media. That's Aftermath.media. Thanks for supporting Ground Zero.